0: I mean, one of the craziest Brewers games I have ever seen in my life occurred yesterday in New York. It was kind of a wild series. A lot of rain in that area. You had a, a short delay. They had a long delay. Brewers were able to get some wins, and then with uh, maybe their best starting pitcher on the mound, through eight innings, the Brewers have a no hitter. And you're thinking, "Oh my goodness, what is this going to be?" Devin Williams comes on in the ninth inning because the game is tied at zero. There is no score through nine innings, mm-hmm. and the Yankees do not have a hit. So it goes to extra innings, and the crazy rule of starting with a runner on second base is implemented, and the Brewers somehow get out of that frame without allowing an inning. So through 10 innings, Brewers pitching did not allow a single hit. I mean, (laughs) you're talking about a historic, historic knocking on the door of history, and then somehow it just sort of, I don't want to say falls apart, but they lose the game in one of the strangest and most interesting games I have ever been a part of, watching, covering, Point blank, and the man on the call for that game is none other than Lane Grindle, who is back in Milwaukee. Lane, how do you digest what happened yesterday?
1: Man, it was it was hard to really wrap your mind around it when it was all over because um, I I've, I've never been able to be on the call for a game that was anything close to what that one was like yesterday. That 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 one takes the cake for me um, to no hit a team through ten innings, get that first out in the eleventh inning as well and be two outs away from something that's never happened in Major League Baseball history, an 11-inning no-hitter, and then to end up losing the game a couple of innings later, it it, it was wild. And and that's, I think, to to some degree, um, in, in a very exaggerated sense, that's baseball in September when you're in the middle of a pennant chase. I mean, here is history about to unfold, but it was still secondary to winning the game because you're trying to win and stay in front of the Cubs and win this division right now. And So it was twofold. You were heartbroken that this incredible moment uh, escaped you because it would have been a day that everybody on that 28-man roster would have remembered for the rest of their lives and and probably will remember for the rest of their lives but for a much different reason if you finish it. Um, and, And then the other part is... You lose a game in the standings, too, which is still the most important thing, trying to to close this thing out and win the division. So, tough day, but overall, great weekend. To take two out of three from the Yankees in the Bronx was a a really good showing from this team, and they're playing good baseball coming here down these final couple of weeks of the season. So it's going to be fun, and it's going to be exciting to finish.
0: The game, Lane, was just amazing, as you were saying. As a fan, just sitting there watching, and you're just like, okay, it's 0-0. We have a no hitter if possible. We could even lose this and we ended up losing it. But what about that catch? Was it the end of the tenth inning? Or the ninth inning. Which the one that they
1: Yeah, no, it was the end of the tenth. Um incredible. that catch was incredible because <laughs> of the fact that he you know, that's what Sal and Joey both do. They just they'll they're not afraid to sacrifice their bodies. They go all out and they sell out to make the catch in that moment and at the time, you're thinking that could be the play, mm-hmm. and every no-hitter seems to have one of those. Robin Yount, of course, in 87, and Lorenzo Cain had a great catch uh, in 21 in Cleveland when the Brewers had the combined no-no with with Burns and with Hayter, and you're thinking, okay, that's the one. There's the play that we're all going to play over and over and over again that, that was the one that saved the no-hitter, um, and of course, it didn't quite turn out that way, but that was an amazing catch, and the Brewers are really blessed. I mean, they're they're a very good defensive team on the infield. They've got the ability to put an incredible defensive team out there in the outfield. And when they've got Weimer in center and Freelich in right, there aren't any teams in Major League Baseball that can cover as much ground as those two guys can do. And uh, when they have the outfield alignment tonight with Tyrone Taylor in left, uh, that's pretty impressive, too. And Christian Yelich is having a really big year defensively, too, and he can cover some ground out there. So... The Brewers have a really good defensive outfield, and it was on display, certainly, in that moment.
0: So the Brewers are back home. The Marlins are in town. Milwaukee with a three-game lead over the Cubs, so still in good position here in the NL Central. And a bit of a roster move made today, Lane, with uh, somebody going to make his Major League debut for the Brewers anyway.
1: Yeah, Josh Donaldson, we saw that the Brewers signed him right after the trade deadline and got him eventually into some games in AAA Nashville. And uh, now here he is. He's he's starting. He's going to hit in the five spot uh, tonight for the Brewers against the left-handed pitcher. And it it lines up pretty well right now that he's up here because with Jelic, uh nursing that, that back issue right now and with some lefties, this is a very left-handed Miami Marlins team. It's going to give Josh Donaldson some opportunities at the plate here over the course of this series. And Look, Josh Donaldson has had kind of a tough year. He had injuries and and didn't get a lot of opportunities with the Yankees before they let him go. But he did have 10 home runs and a little over 100 at-bats. So there's still some good power in that bat. Um, The Brewers are hoping they can find some of that magic here for these last couple of weeks with Josh Donaldson. This is the 2015 AL MVP. I mean, at one point, this was the corner infielder probably in the game from an offensive standpoint. So... The Brewers are hoping he can find a little something here. He's 37 years of age, but I think if you look at the numbers, the power's still in that bat, and that's what the Brewers are looking for. It's
0: going to be a very interesting week here, right, Brian? You're starting to feel it a little bit, right? Three games up, we all see the end of the season with the Cubs coming to town. Mm-hmm. That final week in September, it's hard not to look ahead to that. I hope it doesn't come down to that I, weekend. Me too. Because <laughs> it could get very uh, nasty around here, uh, but it, this is what's great, I mean, you know, the Brewers are relevant and they're leading this division and I just hope to keep it going because it's going to be a lot of fun in this town. Everything's meaningful, Lane. I love that about this. So you can start to feel it. I just, I'm just, i sure they can, but flushing a loss like yesterday oh. and having that opportunity to take the field again, I, I feel like that's never really an issue with teams managed by Craig Council. They seem to be pretty resilient that way.
1: No, and, and these guys, they've been through it. They understand. In the game of baseball, you play every day essentially with a few exceptions. So you, turning the page is really not a big problem for these guys. They understand what's at stake and and as disappointing as it was that they couldn't finish it, I don't think anybody felt like they played poorly. It was a great baseball game that they got to be a part of yesterday. It didn't turn out their way, but I don't think anybody woke up today you know with It being a challenge to get to the ballpark and and come do their job today. These guys are going to be ready to go tonight. They know this is a big series, and this is what it's all about. Don't ever take meaningful baseball in September for granted. It is special when it's here, and the Brewers have had basically all but um, uh, or all meaningful baseball in September since the 2017 season, and that is incredible, and uh, we should not take that for granted. It's a lot of fun around here.
0: Well said. That's the absolute truth. And we are about an hour or so away from coverage beginning tonight. 6.05. Our coverage gets underway. Brewers and Marlins tonight. Lane is at the ballpark. We thank you, Lane. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: All right. See you at the bus stop tomorrow, Greg.
0: <laughs> Lane was parked in the rain today, as we all were, trying to get in line to get the kids on the bus today. I saw that truck up there, Lane. That was a, a welcome home wave. I don't know if you saw it in your roofing mirror. I was first
1: in air. line. I was first in line today.
0: Yeah, there, there you go. I'm sure you had the honeydew list going yeah. on, too, right after you. <laughs>
1: Drop the kids off. I know how that works. Pretty much, yeah.
0: (laughs) Good stuff, man. We'll talk to you soon. That's Lane Grendel joining us uh, from the Brewers Radio Network.